you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. And, and your friends are like, oh, can you drive, dude? This is great. I love this car. And everybody jumps in and it's fucking sweet. You could even yeah. meet girls and put them in that car and they would be happy. Mike. You were the worst ump ever, by far. Even though he by really far. was a terrible ump. He made a lot of terrible calls. But remember, he doesn't get paid dick anyways. But there is a bare minimum threshold that me and Luke were talking about because he just didn't make any sounds. Whether Luke was getting pissed at <laughs> in the field the whole inning. Like, is that a ball? Is that a strike? What's he saying? And Scott. Always like to blame the media, too. I want to make sure I get a jab in on the media because we Ooh. can't... We can't... We're not going to fix this unless, like Luke said, we just either pry everyone's gun out of their cold dead hands or we subject these people to you know very intensive interviewing and psychological evaluation is it safe talk show welcome in michael govier scott and luke we're doing our thing on a show known for its banter it's uh witticisms it's uh (laughs) you know it's unique takes on gordon wood uh, uh, Mexican oh, yeah. pizzas. We've talked about Mexican pizzas, Gordon Wood, uh, all kinds of stuff before the show even goes live. You're getting the tail end of the uh, bozo talk. But now we're doing the show too. So, in a way, you're kind of getting the beginning of it because we really haven't gotten started yet, have we? Not yet. Yeah, I was going to say. Gordon Gordon Wood is John John Scott. You were you were explaining. He's just he's like basically a Boston University professor, maybe like an MIT <laughs> professor. Hey, he wrote textbooks. Yeah. He wrote te- I, I was just thinking that must have was it. It's not your did, fault. If if he even if he even saw that movie, and I guarantee you he's seen he it did. now. He totally uh, did. Yeah. That's yeah. gotta be that movie has gotta be still sealed in its DVD box, like on his <laughs> on his like bookcase. That's Brown. gotta be like the coolest fucking thing ever. That like some guy, some unknown professor. He's not totally unknown in academia, but I never read him. Uh, it's not he, your fault. It must be for the record. Amazing. Was- it must be amazing to have Brown. that. That he recognition. He, oh, he's he at taught Brown. at yeah, he taught at Brown. But the point is that you know he's a Massachusettsian or what? What do they call themselves? Massachusetts Bostonians. Yeah, honestly, and you know, I have no oh, idea. Have no idea what a Massachusettsian would be. <laughs> Massachusetts is so Sounds fucking right. myopic, like the the Ben Afflecks and the fucking you know Marky Marks of the world. It's just all about everything has to be filtered through the boston prism so that's why he shows up because he's a good he's a good boston it's a good boston my own prism <laughs> oh my own yeah you ever know about what do you know about moan Priz? anybody Man. we talking about the creed song or uh we talking my about- own well i said my own prism is a little bit of a riff on that utah Give me two. Hey, what? Utah, go away. No, you're well, not, his, not doing his that. prison has got to be his body, right? You know, if your body is your temple, your body is your prison. Isn't he? Wasn't he also like kind of Christian rock before he? I thought your body was a wonderland. Well, he went. Wait, it's also a wonderland. Um... <laughs> Court is in session. I got my jury duty summons today. Oh, you did really? Yeah. Speaking of court is in session. Oh shit. <laughs> That sucks, man. Oh, is that cool? Are you excited about that? I, dude, I don't know. I always show up at 36th District. They always play The Blind Side starring Sandra Bullock, and then I go home and I'm not selected for a jury duty. 
Are you in your own prison? I'm in my own prism. Check out this late 90s. Just so. This song no vowels. Rips. I gotta tell you something right now. Oh, dude. I. I've, I've admitted I've admitted that I like seven Creed songs way too often to care, like care to admit. I think we may have covered this on this show possibly. Yeah, uh, Mark Tremonti, the guitarist. Lucky. Mark Tremonti, the guitarist, is a great guitarist, and he unfortunately was saddled with Scott Stapp. But even when Scott Stapp was a douchebag, you just can't beat a melody like this. Yeah, it kind of it just works. It, it, I listen to this song a lot. I thought my life was over when I was twenty years old, and I listened to this song, and boy was I mistaken. Wow, I was so stupid. The, the, the affirmative power of Creed. <laughs> I bought this. I had this cassette. I absolutely bought this in '99. I moved to my dad's. My life bottomed out. I had nothing going for me. I failed out of Central Michigan, and yeah. my dad picked you up the pieces. You did not fail out of Central Michigan. You just refused. Oh, I didn't to even try class. then. Yeah. What are we calling it? We're not even trying. I mean, well, it's failing if you're trying. <laughs> I, okay, okay. Then That's I very, didn't yeah. even really like. No, I got you didn't. Yeah. You just one grade. You just I got one grade in two semesters. <laughs> it was freshman year. I got one grade in two semesters, and that was a C, a passing grade in uh, English composition. My first semester. Oh, congratulations! You learned. Well, no to, fact. You learned to compose something in English. I did, and uh, I got a C in that class with no effort. That you got to know how chill that graduate That's assistant exactly was. Exactly how much that would take. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I showed up to that class more than the others. and So I got a .5 the first semester, and then the second semester was just over. And uh, I told <laughs> my mom, fuck off. And, yeah, I'm going to go out on my own. And <laughs> I was clueless. I was a yes. fool. But when my dad helped me put it fool. together, he, my dad gave me a car, and he like gave me a place to live, and I got a job, and that was the deal and all that shit. And so I felt like a human being again when I had that car, and I drove around, and I had a cassette player. I'm like, dude, I got to get some cassettes over at Dearborn Music. So I got my Ow. ass over to Dearborn Music, and I got Ooh. Battle for Los Angeles, which came out that year in 1990. Right. Or was that 2000? Was that late 99 or early? That must have been early 2000. That was, that, that's, uh, no, I was out it of. It was that year. That was 99. 99 slash. It was end of it was 99. 99. It had to yeah. be. It had to be. I feel like it was end of yeah, 99. Because I, I feel like all those tapes ran together. I had Battle of L.A., uh, the Creed tape. Is the album called yeah. My Own Prison, Scott? I can't remember if the album Actually, was called that. 2000 is probably... Uh, yeah, it is. The album's called My Own Moan Priz, which we shortened to Moan. <laughs> yeah, about 10 years later, we had this running joke Mope. on the way to a feast one year. It was me, Morgan, and uh, show friend, Eric Allen, a friend of the show. And we started saying Moan Priz instead. <laughs> it just ended up being Moan Priz. So whenever you said Moan Priz to somebody, they knew exactly what you're talking about. It was Creed reference Moan Priz. So. There you go. What was it? What was the record after that? Like uh, weathered or? Oh, with- that was the one where they exploded with uh, arms wide open. Oh, was that yeah, six they- feet under? Six feet under that song, fucking or whatever the hell that. They exploded with that album. That was like a platinum, you know, jizz fest. He came on so many women with his Christian beliefs. Oh, yeah. During that album tour, Yikes. I mean, probably some <laughs> okay. dudes too. Lots of dudes actually. What am I? Not just women. He came on everybody probably. Really? Is he oh, I'm bisexual? Sure. No, but he's a rock star. There's, you don't like start part when you're on tour and you're a rock star. Is being and you're a rock stabbed. is being a rock star like being a prisoner. You just uh, you don't know if no. you're gay until it happens. No, all no, of no. A sudden you you're just you're in this you're in this free for all world where like either you have to or you want to. Okay. Yeah, dude. When know. you're a rock star, a fucking a hole's a hole, man. I, I told you, yeah. guys, I texted. Didn't I? <laughs> didn't I text you guys? Uh, did I text you guys? I was watching. Uh, 
2001's Rockstar, starring. Mark I love Lake. that movie. That <laughs> is a great movie. It's such a stupid here, movie, here, but here's the portion of the program where Mike and I love stupid <laughs> movies. Dude, <laughs> that I have no first, idea how many stupid movies when he, I love. That movie kind of falters after about 45 minutes, but for the first 45 minutes, his rise to fame to be the part of Steel Dragon, I'm totally down with that. Luke, I'm not going to deny that. All your thoughts all. on Rockstar, in or out? Steel Dragon. It's not your fault. Uh, yeah, yeah you've seen that movie. He's no, seen it. Uh, I, I, I saw No, it, I just don't remember it. I, I saw it probably. Wow, when we dude. Were, probably when other things were going on. So. I would definitely watch it again. There's no question. It's an I, easy watch. It's him and yes, Jennifer Anderson yes. having fun. It's got, oh, Timothy Oliphant. Anytime Timothy Oliphant's in a movie, I'm Oh, interested. my God. It's fucking uh, amazing. Dude, if, yeah. is Walton Goggins in it, too? Because if you can no, combine those two little, people. <laughs> that's what Justified is all about. It's like, it doesn't even matter what the fucking story is. It's Walton Goggins and it's Timothy Oliphant. I mean, <laughs> I, could, I could watch them. I could watch them fucking just talk. Dominic West is in that too. He's a, actually that's a real McNulty from The Wire is in is in. Rockstar. Yeah, so I was just gonna He's say that like, McNulty from The Wire, uh, that guy. Stand up and shout. Also, the lead singers of The Bird Pipe and Third Eye Blind are both in that movie. Wait, what? In in Rockstar? Yep. Yeah, they make yeah, cameos. <laughs> it's so funny. Are you serious? Yeah, that they, that's so what's crazy. funny about it because they're Stephen making fun Jenkins of and uh, yeah, Brian yep. Vanderark are both in that film. Interesting side note: My friend is Eskimo Brothers with Stephen Jenkins of Third Eye Blind. Too wow. fast. I know. It's not your fault. It's not. It's wow. none none of their faults. It just really happens, man. No. Yeah. yeah. Eh, we <laughs> just don't know how this happens. Straight uh, happens. Turn of the century happenstance, mate. Some some coincidences are just meant to be. Kristen's sister, as a weird side note, is like worked for. Uh, who's the guy from Verve Pipe? Did you say Verve Pipe? Is that Brian Vanderark? Yeah. 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 Yeah, in Grand Rapids. Not like the Verve. The, the Verve are an excellent band, by the way. But Verve Pipe is the one in Grand Rapids. Is that correct? Yeah. The dude is the... We were only freshmen, yes. Yeah, yeah, that guy, yeah. Yeah, Kristen's sister uh, like, literally was a radio producer for him for, like, years. It's pretty cool. I don't know if this is the actual version from the movie. It sounds like a different version. <laughs> Now it sounds pretty good. No, it does. It's a big hit, man. I used to listen to this song a lot after this movie came out. I is this, this, is this I'm like, just this a movie song? Is this the movie song or is this? Yes, this is one of the songs song? from the from the band in the movie. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, the band in the movie is called Steel Dragon, which is basically kind of it's supposed to be based on Judas Priest because yeah. the guy who leaves. The band for Mark Wahlberg to replace is basically Rob Halford, who left Judas Priest because uh, yes. he was gay. Okay. And there's that makes perfect sense. Uh, that guy who so, plays the lead singer too, he's in a bunch of movies, by the way. That's wait, just another so, side. Note, so. Uh, so do you feel like the movie is like doing a little bit of replacement on uh, gay figures? You know, um, it's you not got a gay fault. leading man. You have a gay leading uh, man that leaves a band. Uh, you write a movie going like, uh, "This sucks. Let's make a whole movie glorifying the replacement guy." Well, it's more of a satire, I, I would say, about mm. just that period of time and rock music in general, kind of the industry of rock, you know, like the industry of cool. As a sorry, I've been. All right, this oh is the actual version from the film. Here we go. I got it. I had it. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I was oh, worried. Yeah. I was worried he didn't have it. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Scott just wiped his brow. 
This is We All Die Young. It's a good song, man. Yeah, if you guys can't see the video right now, they're... Yeah. I'm getting ripped down here. That's okay. Oh, Luke's taking his breath down. Wow. Those drums kind of ripped. I like the, I like the drum uh, tone on this. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. Whoa. That's like smashing pumpkin. Like... Yeah, you can sing like hard. that. That's hard to do. It's not Mark Wahlberg, by the way. He's lip singing. He's fine. Oh, is he? In case you didn't know, because you ever heard uh, "Good Vibrations"? <laughs> that's all you needed. If you okay, let's, uh, we'll stop with the rock star talk. But I gotta tell you, this if song you've rips. If, if you've literally ever heard Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg sing anything you know that's absolutely not him <laughs> well actually it, it always could have been but it you like maybe he touch. just he just hated that style of music <laughs> yeah oh got, yeah that's the that's one great, yeah that's that hilarious is, yeah, that, that is absolutely that's Mark Wahlberg at his finest right there well so. Mike can I make one last comment on rock star stuff please You've talked you talk openly about your addiction and all that. And yes. Scott Stepp, we did we did talk about him at one point on the pod. Did we? It was the Woodstock ninety nine in the context of Woodstock ninety nine. Yeah, and the only reason I the only reason I bring it up is I don't know if this makes me I don't exactly know how to really process this information for me, but it makes him cooler that he was a fucking psychotic addict that went like completely off the deep end. I don't think that's a good thing. Uh, but you know, it's I your just, shit was, snow for a year. He was this like clean, <laughs> clean, like Christian rock guy. And then he just, it's your you shit know. snow for a year. <laughs> I don't know. Is there something there, or am I just am I just kind of like uh, what are we doing? Cloistered? Are we am I slightly cloistered? I just uh, think I Scott Stapp yeah, is cooler, knowing that yeah, knowing that yeah. he's you know like an addict and like had like somewhat of a rock star in? life. Yeah, I'm totally fine. Extolling. Take seven. The, oh no! But that's that's Excuse just glorifying. Me. That's like glorifying the mob. <laughs> nah, it's okay to be into like a human story. You got the touch. <laughs> you got the power. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to imagine John C. Riley on Coke in the studio right now, going doing that jogging dance he's doing. Yeah. Whoa! It was a rip. That shitty. Do you think the bass is taken away from the vocal? <laughs> no, not really. Maybe. It sounds balanced to me. It's bad. definitely taken away from my vocal. Just to take the bass down and bring up the vocal. Okay, let's do it, Nick. You heard him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. All right, take it down, Nick. You heard him. Oh, God. Has there ever, has there ever shit, been a more amazing. hilarious scene in like that's a amazing. serious? Like it's no. a funny movie, but it's a deadly serious movie too. There's never been a more 
they know it's funny. Like, I wonder if they think they knew it's funny. Like, like okay, yeah, we're doing this because they're doing it from such a serious angle that the only way to make it funny is to make it so serious. I mean, for that's a movie, what's great about it. This is why I love dark fucking comedies is that these are the places that you find this humor in a film that probably 80 plus percent of viewers would consider really fucking dark and complicated. There is so much humor in that movie. If you just, it's not your fault. Open your ear. It's not your fault. If you don't see the humor, I just, God, that's, that's hilarious to the point of, I'm like fucking crying over here. (laughs) (laughs) There's that's, it's funny that you even, brought that one up i was thinking about how all right so i brought up the scott stapp thing but then there's also kind of like an inverse thing with uh mark Wahlberg. he has like kind of disavowed that movie but you know meanwhile he's in meanwhile he's in all these like fucking just raytheon sponsored films about fucking like uh, military violence oh Uh, yeah you know he's saying that he's just saying that publicly Okay, but there you go. Okay, so he's saying it publicly. Why is he he's just so saying concerned? I, Why is he so concerned about being even associated with a movie that might take a realistic look at the porn industry uh, that only mind. people interested in that kind of subject would watch yeah. and does not give a shit about the fact that he's in fucking multi-billion dollar movies about, uh, about fucking... About uh, yeah. crafting your brand. I mean... It's There's not no, his fault. I mean, I'm not actually asking a question. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he had a, a bad year, you know, and he just did too much coke. That you'll shit snow for a year. It's it's not a question to me, but I am trying to <laughs> I'm trying to do my best uh, to ask more questions and not just constantly ask. That's like good. Everything. I gotta tell you, I commend that, yeah. Luke, right off the bat. Actually, round of yeah. applause. I'm That's well done. Good for you, man. Seriously. But literally, I asked. I asked a reasonable question, and you're both like, yeah, well, we already know what's going on. (laughs) No, look, I mean... So uh, that completely undermined my entire, like, transformation. No, no, your aim was true. No, your aim was true, and it should be Your aim was true. Yeah, we're sorry about that. Drunken know-it-alls. Maybe you haven't heard. I'm the guy in old Detroit. You're the guy in old Detroit, man. People love you. They love what you do, and you got to keep that inquisitive nature. Never... (laughs) love what you do. (laughs) Never stop doing that. Because, you know, you know who's playing tonight. Tigers are playing. Tonight. Could be a good one. I uh, I got a whole Coke scene, the whole Coke factory scene from RoboCop added here to the drop, so that's what you're getting. A lot of Clarence Boddicker here. A heavy dose of that's Clarence okay. Boddicker. One of the finest, the, without a doubt, the finest hour of the man himself. Oh, my God. Oh, man. How am I spacing out? Uh, Underwood? Uh, what? I can't believe I'm spacing out on his name right now. Shit. Underhill? Clarence Boddicker, the guy who plays Clarence Boddicker. Uh, he's an actor I enjoy. He's been in lots of films. Uh, under, uh, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Someone, okay. Oh my God, can't. you're just, you're pissing me off now. This is so stupid. This is, um, yeah. what's his name? It's Kurtwood Smith. Thank you. I said Wood. See, Underwood. Kurt Wood. Yeah, there no, we go. That's, that. that's not okay. bad. That's that's not bad. But I was like, wait a minute. I, can't I, couldn't, remember, I... I couldn't remember his name in the movie. And... I love Kurt Wood Smith, man. Are he's you kidding fantastic. me? Oh, he's so good. Oh, my he's God. So I mean, great. he'll never top that role. I mean, he's an old man now. He's mostly dead. So. Maybe I'm just not making myself clear. No, it's clear. You were amazing in Robocop. Honestly, and Clarence Boddicker is one of the best villains yes. of all time. Yes. You know and, why? And Kurtwood Smith is Kurtwood Smith, like like Walton Goggins, are two of the greatest character actors of all time. 
Yes. Yeah, that's but, solid. You know, Walt, Walton Goggins. Yeah. Walton Goggins like is like in a. Walton Goggins is in a just complete league of his own, though, isn't he? I don't know about that. I mean, favorite favorite character actor, Mike. All the way from Colorado. Come on. <laughs> hmm. <There's>, That's, <laughs> you see, just character, proved my point. <laughs> character actors, uh, you know, it's a dangerous territory because... It is. It is. People have a lot of different boundaries to make decisions on what a character actor is and isn't. And, uh, I don't know. I don't, I, don't ha- I, I don't have a good answer to this, so I'm just well, stalling for time one? right now. Uh, you know. Okay, yeah, we- I don't. Can, do you have we one? We can keep moving because I don't have one. Because like some people well, say, he, Philip Seymour Hoffman's the character actor. But, well, that was know. that's classic. But he became a leading man at some point. So he did. That's right. He so he eliminated he's not his the same guy. It's like it's the guy that like you probably like. Maybe you're trying to reach for his name for a second. And you're like, ain't nothing wrong when you have a little drink. You might get it, but it's not the guy that you already are expecting to get. Oh, I know it is. I've said this before too. I've said this before. It's J T Walsh. Ooh, uh, yeah, JT yeah, he's we, we have R.I.P. Man, I love JT. Then over JT, he's fucking great. Yep, Guy's that's right. Amazing. That's I stick with that. I'm glad I I'm glad I got that one. I would have really kicked myself if this episode had gone live and you had heard me not say JT Walsh. Of course, he's always going to be. But maybe you know, I need to come up with a newer name too. Somebody from the last twenty years who didn't die twenty plus years ago too. What about yeah. you, John Scott? You know movies. Come on, you got to have one. Oh, we, we talked about a couple last week. Character actors? No, it doesn't have to be modern, but it could be all Mike. time, just for all days. Christ, keep talking. It's not you. your fault. Well, we talked day. about like we keep talked it talking. About, um, uh, we talked about Warren Oates, Harry Dean yep. Stanton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here Warren we go. Oates and Harry Dean Stanton. Those are two. Those are legends. Those are five. Is, is John C. Riley a leading man? Because he's led. He's been a star of some movies. See right? now, John C. Riley would be the, be the person that like. All right, he's already been in so many high profile movies. He's the Philip Seymour Hoffman category, where it's like you can't really. He is a character actor, but he doesn't really fall in this the trivia version of. Well, Daddy must be a character man to live with. Yeah, he was. Pick, he led the way on uh, Walk just, Hard. So yeah, he was great. Oh, that was the other thing. I I had no idea. Someone was explaining to me the the fallout between Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Did you guys know? Oh yeah, it all came from the Lakers show. Come on over here. Did it, Mike? All right, tell tell me about this. Yeah, because Will Ferrell wanted to play. Oh, I just got I lowered my chair accidentally by lifting my ankle up. Oh no! There we go. John C. Riley wanted. Well, excuse me. Will Ferrell wanted to play Dr. Jerry Buss on that stupid-ass show. Yes, I don't like it. I love Adam McKay very, very much. But this Lakers show is just stupid because it's taking so much real events that happen and then just, like, fucking with history that we know. Sports is, like, locked in history. You know the results of games. And if you're just going to... I don't know. This is a whole conversation maybe we should have about... It bothers me that they're portraying people a certain way that the way they weren't at all in terms of Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And it's not because I think they're untouchables. I just think it's a strange world to get into where you start, like you're out of ideas in fictional worlds, so now you're going to take real events and people and just yeah. reimagine them in a completely different way You're taking, people who've never seen yeah. it before. You're like, creative, oh, this is how it was? It's like creative license to the point of being defamatory with like yeah. zero fucking give a shits. 
yeah. about what you're doing. It's like you got to treat the material and by material, we're talking about actual hard history burned into the emulsion. Uh, you have to you have to treat that a little bit respectfully, don't you? I mean, for Christ's sake, otherwise it's not your fault. But we're living it's in totally a post like senses. like social media is you know we're basically this is postmodern shit. Like this is how we deal with like the facts and truth now, and it's been this way, you know, for the better part of uh, the twenty first century. And it's just this is the kind of shit. To your point, Mike, it just seems like we're moving further and further in that direction. Where we're like, who was it? Uh, like, well, the real Jerry Buss was just not that I'm ready to defend that dude, but he was just beside himself at how he was portrayed. Like, oh, you're talking no about one, Jerry West, West, or Jerry West, Jerry West, really. Yeah. But no one really, I don't think like anyone's really too pleased with how, you know, their actual lives and actions and thoughts and feelings, et cetera, are being handled in this. Maybe I'm just not up. making myself clear. Mike, like to your point, there's, there's something, first of all, Again, my problem with biopics goes way the fuck back. Sure. I yeah, I, that's what I them. thought of, too. Absolutely <laughs> fucking hate them. And this is why I hate them. The record is right there. Just do that. What are you? What story are you actually trying to tell? So you already manip- Yeah, it's fucking you're gonna manipulate, you, would, you would not like this Lakers show shit. at all. <laughs> no, I've already watched it, and I, I like it because I thought it was realistic because I didn't follow oh, anything shit. i didn't oh, okay i didn't look i didn't even, i haven't even watched a magic johnson <laughs> interview in my entire life so i don't even know how adrian brody is pat riley it's so oh, that's stupid ridiculous. I, mean, that's, yeah. I know it's <laughs> that is so ridiculous that's jason what I clark watching. looks like jerry west though jason clark does look like jerry yes, west he does. But that's and jerry west wrote a book where he told his whole life story about the rage he had so he it's not like it's completely off base in that respect with that character, which is the one that's got the most notoriety. And also Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has been writing articles a lot. He's a very, by the way, very eloquent and intelligent human being who uh, could say a lot more useful things about other important issues in the world, which he has, but he's been writing about the show and how bogus it is and yada, yada, yada. So this is where we are right now with this. Wait, he's been, he's been talking about that because I would love, I would would love to hear like his perspective because I watched it and I was like, all right, this is entertaining. Actually, that gives me pause. The fact that it's entertaining probably Mm -hmm. means that something is definitely being fucking smuggled in and retconned (laughs) and, did you know that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Here's another one. He wrote like for the last season of Veronica Mars. What? <laughs> Hold on, I, I gotta look this up. It's I not heard your it. Fault. I heard it, and I still didn't believe it. I meant to look it up before we even like recorded today. I gotta check this shit out. Hmm. Veronica. First of all, you know my love for Veronica Mars. You all need to watch it. It's great. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has his own Substack, by the way. Oh, does he? Yeah, that's, does it so cost I money? Because I am not fucking paying for literally any other thing ever. It is ticky tacky, fucking nickel and dime bullshit. I've got all my subscriptions pretty much set. I'm gonna have Locked to cancel in. one. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm literally gonna have to. I'm gonna have to like cancel. I'd have to cancel. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to like cancel Hulu to read Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Is he putting out that much content? <laughs> How much content well, is he putting out? Is he putting out uh, forty years worth of entertainment? In one day, <laughs> look. I just want to read the title of his say his article on his subject, which I can read. It says, "Winning time isn't just deliberately dishonest; it's drearily dull." How did so many talented people go so terribly wrong? He wrote that on April nineteenth, 
Uh, and there's a. Uh, it looks like you that can hurts read it too it's, because especially it's Adam McKay. And right, I, I know love it does. McKay. But McKay's a producer. I don't know how. Well, he directed the first episode, so he was definitely he heavily involved. He's not like oh, half-assed. Yes. That, you, this I'm, sure what you asked. I'm sure he carried it over half court, right? This is the original point you made, Luke. Is like, what was the beef with John C. Riley, Will Ferrell, and Adam McKay? Mm-hmm. So, John C. Riley plays Dr. Jerry Buss, who is the Lakers owner, a very famous Playboy, you know. Pussy hound. What are we calling these? Uh, no, that's Coxman. good. You nailed it. You don't need any more any more cognates. You've already nailed that it. part of the show. They got right, but uh, and then his daughter, <laughs> his daughter Jeannie Bus. Uh, the whole family still run. He's dead now. He died in 2012. He was an old man, uh, but the buses continue to own it. His daughter Jeannie and his doofus son Jim. They still own the Lakers, but uh, John C. Riley looks like Dr. Jerry Buss. He does much more so than Will Ferrell does, though we never got to see Will Ferrell as Dr. Jerry Buss, so who knows? But the beef here, I guess, is Will Ferrell did this thing, which we all remember. Every fucking sports movie possible, he did it. You know, he did the NASCAR movie, he did the ice skating movie, he did the semi-pro <laughs> basketball movie. He just, I mean, he'd done every sport possible almost that you could do a movie about. And most of those movies aren't that great when you go back and watch them. They're like, eh, some of them are better than others, I'll say that. But for me, I don't really dig them that much. They're kind of really, really repetitive. And Will Ferrell clearly wanted, <laughs> this kind, was like the crowning achievement. Kind of repetitive. This was the, yeah, kind <laughs> of repetitive, the joke. They're kind of uh, fucking terrible. Actually. Yes! I mean, the one with the NASCAR one with Sasha Baron Cohen. I mean, there were some good moments in that. Adam McKay actually directed that one, I believe. Uh, he did. What was yes. it called? Yeah. The Talladega Ricky Bobby Nights. story, Talladega Nights. Um, but so this would have been the crowning achievement. It's like I get to play Dr. Jerry Buss. I'm from. He's from California. Will Ferrell is. He went to USC. Yeah. You know, he's immersed yeah. in that culture. Grew up with the Lakers. Grew up with that team. Probably rooting for them. So it's more than just a role. Most likely for him. So to be. Refuse that opportunity by Adam McKay. Apparently, this is, you know, we're just three guys who don't know any of these people at all. This is, we're just hearing scuttlebutt in the world. But this is apparently the story that apparently Will Ferrell was furious and angry and it severed this relationship that Will Ferrell and Adam McKay had cultivated for decades. Yeah. See, here's the thing here's what we do know we do know people. We do know, yes, we do. We know people that are friends. It's not your fault. And we know people that have, they've got conflict that they deal with. So and egos. <laughs> yeah, but boy, we can't we can't really fucking conceptualize of this level of ego. I always thought that Will Ferrell. You fucked me. me. We had a partnership. <laughs> what annoys me? What annoys me so much is that I would think Will Ferrell would be somebody that would be so much more above that shit, like. Yeah, yeah, like whatever. I'm a fucking millionaire, hundred millionaire, whatever the fuck he is. Why I don't on care earth? about art, okay? Why on earth would he care? Now this is the sorest ego of all time. And then I've heard Adam McKay like make weird references, like oh, I made a, I I made a mistake of some sort. I I don't know what he's referring to. I don't know what he said, but mm. you fucked me. I mean, yeah, it. If your friend gets, it's so fucking strange, dude. This is, oh, this is like, this is like, uh, you've got, you're, you've got three best friends. Two of them are dating, right? And then the two break up 
and then she starts dating the other one or he starts dating the other one and now that's that seems like the relationship it's like you can't even get past it it's so fundamental definitely not going home tonight i'm not even trying to justify will ferrell's uh, like completely childish petty fucking bullshit i think oh. it's completely insane it's totally he's in his mom prison man maniacal it's it's ridiculous to me because I always thought that like the reason he is so funny is because he actually didn't care. And then when he got, when he broke big, he didn't think he was going to do it. He was like lucky that it happened and he was so gracious and he was so happy that it happened. And yep. then to be in this spot where he's pushing against someone like Adam McKay, who was writing on SNL when he was on SNL, like they met on SNL. Like back yeah. then, they have literally been in funnier died. Don't I? Pretty sure I don't oh, yeah. some something to do with that. But they were part of yes. uh, their film production, a film production company for you either like smoke you said decades. Or you get smoked, and you got smoked. <laughs> it's just so it's so crazy to me to even see that, and then and then to find out that. Jesus Christ, the Lakers show isn't even <laughs> that realistic. I thought yeah. it was supposed to be like realistic, but fun. Like that, I think, is the next step for biopics. Like realistic, but fun. Not doesn't always have to be like so fucking dramatic. It doesn't always have to no. be about that. But make it just fucking make it fun to watch. And then to, I don't know, just to delete people's actual histories retcon them and and change it is just don't watch it for history i guess i mean watch it, it fun, but Good now business i'm not interested where you find it. i'm literally yeah. not interested anymore like i I'm i started watching i watched the first four episodes and then i just stopped i was like this i is... watched the first three and i stopped that's it i'm done i was like i, I don't same with the uh know. same with the uh vinyl vinyl that was the other one Oh yeah, they, they tried show? to make this whole thing, and what then they didn't even was. have a—they didn't have the rights to one real song. <laughs> it's not your fault. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was a wow. Remember that, Scott? Yeah. That was doofus fest. That was bad. That, that was doofus shit. That was real bad. Scorsese, <laughs> yeah, Scorsese, created by Scorsese, Jagger. Ugh. Oh boy, yeah. good lord, what happened? Absolutely. How did that happen? Yuck. Uh, well, yeah. that happened right before he did uh, the fucking Fran Lebowitz documentary. So, Scorsese. You, you can find somebody who does. We tell you, you have my blessing. Yeah, Scorsese's in SD territory. <laughs> SD? SMID Standard definition? Territory. Oh, why? Yeah. Oh, it's over. What do you do to you? He's not going to do anything. He's not going to do anything more. Why? He did uh, the, oh, the Irish man's his last no, call? I, I think he's got Trump derangement syndrome, and I think the Irishman was, uh, like, pretty good. I didn't really think it was that great. Oh, I only saw it. I sure I, do. That's when my name's on the goddamn I building. thought it was. I will tell it you this. I, I thought it was good. a marathon. It felt like a fucking marathon. It felt like the longest movie I've ever <laughs> I seen. I only watched it once. I think that says a lot about it. I never bothered to do a follow-up exactly. viewing. We've mm -hmm. seen Casino. You and I personally <laughs> together have seen casino yes. like 20 times easily yeah the double vhs tape version back yep. in 1997 yeah. sure. in the dorms in the dorm actually we watched that while i was uh monitoring you for terrible symptoms. oh yeah yeah for like uh signs of oh strange i was like a blind man watching a porno <laughs> or a movie i guess how blind people watch movies hey what's happening now hey what's happening now i was just laying on the futon i couldn't see 
Oh my god. Some reason I couldn't see because to open my eyes was like so. I don't know what it was like. It was like so intense Uh, or like the. The vision it was, was so it, doubled and tripled. Your, your vision, know. your vision was probably like when you go to when you go to optimize and they just like spray that <laughs> shit in your fucking pupil, and it dilates <laughs> it so they can look into it. That's what your vision uh, was probably like at that moment because your pupils were so freaking dilated. You you did give me the Bat Boy look at one point, and I was like, oh my god, this kid's gonna die. I will never <laughs> let him die. I'll never let you go. <laughs> I don't know how in the name of how in the name of Zeus's butthole did that ever happen to me, but it certainly did. So it was fun. By the way, it's fun. Amazing. Not then that Nicholas Cage (laughs) throws out. How does he only Nicholas Cage can get away with that? Zeus's butthole. Hey, let's do a take with you say Zeus's butthole. That's amazing. I mean, it's incredible. How in the name of Zeus's butthole. No. There's not even a chance I'm gonna try to repeat that. That's ridiculous. There's that's from only... uh, that's from your favorite director, by the way, Herzog. Yeah, that's from Bad Lieutenant. No, no. Well, your other Herzog favorite director. is my favorite director. So your other you favorite got it director. Wrong. Nope, you got it wrong. Michael Bay, The Rock. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh right. Uh, yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Well, isn't it funny that that could also have been in Bad Lieutenant? And I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect fucking sense. Well, I think that says a lot about Nicolas Cage. <laughs> it says a lot about Herzog as well. That he, oh, it he does. Definitely yes. could have directed that line, and it would have been just oh. as it would have been just as good or terrible, however you want to look uh, at it. By the way, are you going to place off on the night? It looks very stormy. Out. No, we're done. Canceled. Oh, good for you. All right. Congratulations. Yeah. Game is uh, canceled. Yeah, so I got us off track there. But the bottom line is uh, I'm not watching that show anymore, and I I feel bad if people who cultivated a credible career like they did with what they've done in Hollywood. Ed McKay has really been a voice for – I mean, he's not going to change. He's still going to be the guy he is, you know, the movies he's made and the he's representation. Still the guy, he's still the guy I want. He's still the guy I want making stuff. I want yeah, him exactly. making so, stuff. I want him just, out Will Ferrell's got to hurt Zeus's yeah. butthole. So There you go. Yeah. His Will butthole, Ferrell, Zeus's it just turns out that Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell never had any... Will Ferrell probably just doesn't have any beliefs or anything. Uh, McKay does. <gasps> McKay actually does care. I mean, he wrote freaking Don't yes, Look Up does. with David Sirota from The Jackman. Like, that's crazy. That's amazing. The fact, the fact that he has, like, a screenwriter relationship with a... Guy that was a that was part of the Bernie campaign who writes for Jacobin is incredible. That is, it's hard so, to believe almost. It's like, did that really happen? And then when I found out, when I found out they today, broke up, Luke, I did the the <laughs> thick one. Yeah, did you get it? Yeah, I got it. Today. Did you get the, the thick one? Got that thick boy. Yeah. yeah. How do you get one of those in the mail? Do you guys get hard copies? Holy shit! Butthole, yeah. I'll show you. Oh, all right, I'll show you later. But it's, it's not your fault. It's sweet, man. It's like a, I don't even know what kind of journal does this anymore. I mean, it's a full on like 150 page uh, journal. Mm-hmm. And oh, on wow. May Day, on May Day every year, May 1st, uh, you can get it for like a dollar or something. Like you can get the whole subscription for the year for a dollar. Oh, okay. Wow. You're a lousy but fucking it, softball player. I mean, what is it? It's like... I can't, I can't, whatever. It's it's cheap. You should get it. It's cool. It's, it's really good. Uh, well, if they canceled a, your softball game, though, are they are the Tigers going to play in there? The Tigers are playing. Probably. Two nights. <laughs> God, hopefully not. Spare us. Please spare us. 
Oh, come on. Don't be like that, dude. I mean, oh, uh, look, we missed a, we didn't talk about May Day. Uh, that was a special day for you, Luke. What'd you do on May Day? Uh, well, May Day. What day of the week was that? <laughs> that you were, no, it's a fucking month ago. He so. got up. He had a cup of coffee. He took a <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. He lo- turned his computer on. I didn't do do anything we've been over this before i bitch him wow dude it's not like i'm fucking marching in the no, streets we, i know i'm just having some fun with that i don't Look, have time for that uh, i also don't have the knees for it i can't do it we're, anymore. okay <laughs> we're running out of time so we also get to the emails it's a perfect time to transition to the emails we got three emails to knock out before we close the show out so if you what? want to be a part if so you want to be a part of the show over. relax I want to remind you is it safe pod <laughs> at gmail.com is it safe pod at gmail.com is the fastest way. Well, actually, there might be a faster way. You could text. I suppose you could text one of us three and you would hit us more immediately. It's uh, true. I don't want to speak for Luke on that, but for John and me, probably. Yeah, it depends who you are. And if Luke, Luke, who are the top five people in your life that you'll respond to the text most quickly? Me? Specifically? Yeah. Your wife, uh, number one. Well, yeah, that's out of fear. Probably a, a um, parent, maybe a parent else. there. A parent's <laughs> mixed. Every- <laughs> the fear-based. Fear-based. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, fear-based attentiveness. No, I can't take Obviously. the time off work. He can't take no, the time I mean, off work it, for that. Literally, so. if anybody, if if anyone's text about the show, I would, I would be so amazed that anyone would take the time to do that, that I would respond. Okay. But I'm not, uh, I'm not giving anyone my number. I mean, you probably have it if you listen to the show. So there you go. There I think you, you should that, agree wait, to Venmo five dollars to the next person who texts you and give your number out. I don't have We've that done, kind yeah, of that, just like John Scott did before. That was Come cool. That was, I mean, yeah, he was just bitching about his Substacks. He can't spare that five dollars. He needs every single one of those for another Substack. Uh, I want to say thank you to how Brian, about this? who wait, this email is from. This? I'm sorry. How about this? I will. I will kick you five bucks. In fact, I'll kick you. I'll, I'll kick you ten bucks. That's a good launch if, there. If you text me, if you text me with a question that you didn't feel like you could actually email a show with, like if you kind of wanted to stay wow. a little bit under the radar, I would protect your anonymity. And if you sent that to me, we would talk about it. But I won't, because we all know that Mike is committed to reading your name and every single word in your email. So that's not true. If somebody didn't want their name written. No, nah, no, nah, fuck this. Both you motherfuckers are crazy. I wouldn't how, do that. How would, they, how would they tell you? Because you would read the email and be like, oh, Brian well, does not want this to be read out loud. <laughs> yes, I get emails from people who say, please don't read my name, and then we don't read their names. In fact, I did that on Cinema 9. And also, in fact... Well, you know what? Uh, then the offer is, offer is rescinded. But, I'm pulling it back. Offer uh, Brian... No $10. See you guys. Okay, no $10. There it is. Brian's the first emailer, and he's going to be on Cinema 9 in a little bit, actually. We're doing... Uh, he's the guest host. Mm. It's his second time on Cinema Nine. So if you want to hear, boy. you want to hear Brian. If you listen to the show and you're like, "Oh, who is this Brian guy, the emailer?" You can hear him on the Cinema Nine podcast. Cinema Nine Pod is a standard place to find it on social media, and he has chosen the 2011 film, which I was not excited about when I heard the announcement. 2011's Young Adults. So we're doing that one, which is a Jason Reitman Diablo Cody follow up from. Ooh. Juno. It's young, young adults. It's not young adults. I said young adult. 
No, you didn't. You said Young Adults with an S. I well, certainly don't did. Worry. I know the listen, movie I'm doing. You're gonna it's listen, called Young I, Adult. I watched it. Just I'm going to trust back. you. You're the guy who's had a beer. I haven't had a beer. I'm pretty sure oh. I'm going to make it oh, clear. That's, and oh, that's uh, I that's speak some, with verisimilitude. Oh, that is some verisimilitude. solid teetotaler hubris right there. <laughs> teetotaler hubris. <laughs> no, I prefer, hey, I prefer to be known by the Women's Christian Temperance Union. That's my place. That's my jam. Yeah. Women's Christian Temperance Union has done more for this country than any union in the history of the United States. Okay, let's move on. It's not your fault. Okay, All right. let's go let's into Brian's email. Brian email. said, Hello, SafePod Talk Show team. Ha! I was hoping you had a log of shit drop. We did it! <laughs> Across the expanse of this crazy pod tech, we mind-melded and made it happen. No more shit talk, I promise. Oh, well, Luke and Luke's going to be relieved. There you go, Luke. That's good news. Very John, I wish I was also a zoned-out koala bear having a cup of <laughs> on a Monday. That sounds very nice. The complete opposite from what my Monday mornings actually look like. Oh, no. It's more like a coked-out boar with borderline personality disorder. Oh, dear God. Oh, man. You would win. You would win in a fucking cage match against me, though. That's, that's Oh, That's clearly. Cool. Yeah, yeah, he clearly won. Did he did say your shit snow boar? for a year? Mike, he did say a boar. I, I wanted he to. Said a coked out, I wanted to double check it. Out <laughs> he did. Yeah, it didn't say bear. It's boar. Just, unless uh, he accidentally no hit the. Uh, oh, my God. The O key and the E key are not close to each other, though, so I feel like that is intentional. To think about life in decades is wrong. Measurement of time is not real. In the words of Bill Hicks, life is just a ride. Enjoy all of it. Hate some of it. Be glad you suffered sometimes in order to fully appreciate joy in other times. Be grateful for the faint anomaly blip that is your life on the radar of existence. John, are you still friends with Brendan? <laughs> is this <laughs> is is the rest of the Puerto Rico Whoa. nightmare wedding party still friends with Brendan? And have you received a thank you yet? That's from Brian. I feel like I... I feel like I just walked into a room full of loaded guns with a fucking <laughs> bunch of alcohol involved. As, lo as, long as, Brendan as long as Brendan doesn't listen to this, you're fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just as much friends with Brendan as I was before, which is, which is, uh, to, which is to say whatever, I, which is to say, sure. Wow, it, dude. It was a yes or no survey. I guess I'd click yes. Everyone else seemed fine mm. with it. I don't know. I, I, I had this sinking feeling that maybe I was the worst sport uh, beside my one of my other buddies who I said was the best man. I think we may have represented the most <laughs> aggressive anti-faction. Yeah, it was me and him. And we were we were in the, you know, fuck shut this, up, man. Fuck this noise kind of place in the pie chart. Everyone else no is way. probably like this is this is a bit aggressive, but who knows? They were I think they're most of them are upwardly mobile and probably didn't have to consider the day to day consequences of, you know, all maybe the, I'm just not making myself clear money and logistics of that shit. So, yeah, we're still fine. Everything's good. If he hears this, I guess we'll have a we'll 
we'll have a tough conversation we have to have, but I don't give a damn. That's not a conversation. Allegedly. I run from. You know what? That's perfect. That's a perfect way of putting it. Also, you I don't know, think you should you, back down from your original diatribe. It was a legendary. Oh, no, I don't. No, I don't. He said it's a difficult conversation. I don't take any of that. Yeah. Any Everything I said, I'll, yeah, I'll go to the mat for that shit. Okay. You could not you ask for a more noble cause than that. You know, life, life is just a ride, and it did take, uh, it took me way too long to come fucking reckon with that in our last episode. But yeah. Yeah, man. Shit goes. <laughs> what? Dude, shit goes fucking up and down the way uh, Brian is talking about it. You know, hey, it's a ride. Enjoy it. Hand it. Uh, you're going to suffer to appreciate the good shit. He's 100% right. Boy, never, I've never seen never an issue have... so divisive. You... Yeah. <laughs> you're never going to have a best time of your life. You're going to have good times and bad, and they're all going to be mixed up. Yeah, decades. Exactly. That's why I uh, I think I kind of made that point, but maybe not the way Brian said it. And I'm, I don't need to say it the way Brian said it. So we all kind of understand Agreed. that this this organizational category, this categorizational, structured organizational skills that are required for everything these days is, I mean, it's so out of control. I mean, it is. It is the death of joy. It really is. Comparison is just so... I mean, comparison is how we learn a lot of things, too, and we can analyze advantages and disadvantages, and I understand that. Trust me, I get the basic concept, but I really do find that comparison can suck and really <laughs> minimize some hey, of the fun you sometimes. Must, you must have so. been on Facebook at some point. Well, you know, it's tough for me because I grew up on sports. I mean, sports is all about comparison. That's all it is. What would sports be without comparison? I mean, you're basically mm. fucked. All you can say is, like, that's a good player. <laughs> that is an above player. average player. What? <laughs> exactly. That's a solid play. This is an average player. Y'all, that was nothing compared to what Isaiah Thomas did in 1980. You know, you can't do that. You can't. There's no comparison. Sports has nothing without comparison. You take it's it out also, of there, you're fucked. It's also possible that people used to enjoy things like fucking sports by uh, whether or not someone would hit a home run or there'd be a win. And then uh, weasels, uh, the data weasels came in and just turned everything into a perpetual comparison machine that's it maybe it's uh like sex also good thing there aren't data compare like data analysts for sexual uh you know like uh you are statistically well, worse there are sex than your girlfriend yeah, kinsey <laughs> well yeah huh. no you just you gotta hang in there with your girlfriend or wife long enough where they have no comparisons anymore i can't remember what they are but they'll never you forget. embarrass me, man. Those yeah. good moments you had have been washed out by time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, and All right. I, I think it's cool. Scott kept it real. He's keeping it real still. Way to go, Scott. I'm proud of you. And Brian, thanks for the emails. Always wonderful, wonderful email. Well, let's hear from Danny. Danny hey. Bennett, the original show fan. The fan of the show, originally. Gents, I appreciate you guys. I don't do political content anymore. I got swept up in the anti-Trump tidal wave only to emerge on the other side with disdain for the whole damn thing. I appreciate that you guys metabolize bullshit of the day with the tenor you do. So thanks for continuing to pump it out. Well, thanks, Danny. Okay. Um, earmuffs, Luke. Uh-oh. Yeah. Earmuffs, okay. Luke. Here we go. It's okay. No, uh, hold on. Uh, we all know I, think I have you should... audio problems, so I probably won't even hear this. Yeah, that's true. You could probably get away with that. Uh, <laughs> you can, yeah. <laughs> He's a sucker, man. 
I think you should lean into the whole poop talk thing and then combine it with more rodent content. You could be the only poop and rodent podcast in a very saturated podcast space. It is about standing out. Yeah, he's right. Oh, Christ. I got to tell you, I mean. Yeah, you're right. He might be right. Do I hate politics as much as I hate those other two subjects? It's kind of tough to tell. You're not going to go out with me tonight because these idiots found two poopies in a bed? Yeah, Dee, but it's not the poop. It's the mystery behind the poop. Yeah, really it's it's that or rodents. I suppose he has figured out the two party system. The 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 kind of the the whole linear thing, the Cartesian logic of this entire fucking discourse. <laughs> rodents and poop. Two little mice fell in a bucket of cream. Believe it or not, we have drops for both of those. That's amazing. That makes me happy. Uh, we do have. We have both covered. Uh, you're leaving tonight for two weeks to any country in the world with your romantic partner. Where are you headed, Danny? Shit, it's a tough one because we're literally trying to plan our uh, plan our uh, belated uh, honeymoon. Where are you gonna go? Well, my brother said Amsterdam. There you go. Don't go to Paris, dude. Just don't do it. You're going to Paris. Is Matt there? Holy no, shit, I don't know. I'm just, couch right there. So. I was just suggesting that you don't go to Paris. Uh, Stephanie says it's overrated. Also, having probably not been there. Have you been there? <laughs> it's overrated, uh, but <laughs> classic. <laughs> I've uh, never been there. Fuck Paris. Have you been there? No. <laughs> also, probably this is from a magazine. What does Cosmo say? Go like, I want to uh, go to fucking Greece. I'm gonna go to Italy. Greece. I, wanna... I was just gonna say Greece, Italy, Iceland. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, we just sent my mom on a plane to Italy. She's in the air right now, actually. <laughs> it sounded like you were like, get the fuck out. <laughs> We loaded her up. She's never coming back. She's moving to Italy. No, she's yeah. on a here's a one way, here's a one way ticket. Good luck getting back without without COVID, without long form COVID. That's well. I mean, you know, it must be cool. She's going to be seventy years old. She's never been to Italy, so good for her for never giving up on the dream. Uh, I think uh, I'm interested very much in going to Japan. Very very strong interest in going to Japan. I'm jealous because your brother's been to Japan, and those stories he told me were very cool. Yeah. Um, and I have no interest. I would also like to. I really want to Zero. go to Greenland. I really want to go to Greenland, even though I know they're just it's wholly nice. depressed there, and there's just a raging, out of control addiction rate going. Just there. go to Alaska and hang out with Danny. <laughs> that's fine too. Exactly. I would love that. Yeah, that's God, fine. Can you imagine that's, broadcasting I live do that. outside I of yes. Greenland? All that three of us should sweet. fly out to Alaska and do a live God, show with Danny see, during the all, summer when the sun's up twenty four seven. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, if man. All of us, if all of us made, you know, $100,000 a year, we could fucking do bullshit like this. Or we could no, just. We're not allowed to do that. Well, we're not allowed to have fun. You know, we got to make. No. We, gotta make, uh, we just got to make do with this. We can't even Fuck. get together. We live 10 miles apart. <laughs> I can't even afford. We can't even afford gas to get together to do a lot. <laughs> it's, <not. laughs> it's not your fault. It's not our fucking. Uh, it's not yeah, your I know. fault. It's, uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, oh, so. but you know anyway, what? I, There's uh, yeah. my the the place I always wanted to travel, regardless of honeymoon and all that stuff. Uh, is, because your uh, recently Denmark. divorced mom has a crush on her trainer. Yeah, Denmark would be. Dope. It's stuck in my head since I read Kierkegaard. I have always wanted to go to Denmark. 
I that's I am going there. That is on my bucket list. I don't know if that's the place to go for our honeymoon, but that's the place I'm most excited to visit. You guys never went point. on your honeymoon? No, nah, because the pandemic hit the year after. Yeah, um, so three months, wow, three months dude. after. Yeah, three months after we got married, the pandemic hit. So we, we, um, well, we left the we left the plants, and then they the airline just like, I mean, they waited up until like two weeks before we were supposed to go before they like granted uh, us the money. I do know if they you go to still, Greenland, they were by still the way? hanging in there. They were hanging in there. They never gave up. If you go to Greenland, by the way, that you'll shit snow for a year. <laughs> I can tell oh, you had that. that. I was so you excited that about one, that. <laughs> I was so excited about it. It just, it just brought me so much joy. I don't know why, but boy, it does. That's what it is. Could that, could that potentially be the reason you actually want to go to Greenland? Is because of that drop? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, because I talked to a friend of ours. We both know our friend, uh, Mr. John. G. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, a lawyer. He's, uh, yeah, John he, uh, G. From uh, yeah, yeah, from Memento. I know. As soon as I said he's, it, he's I knew where you were going. I knew where Scott was going right to Memento because it is John. <laughs> you say John G. I mean, you got to think Memento. You're right. But uh, yeah, his cousins are Icelandic, but he's not Icelandic. But he has cousins that are Icelandic. Um, but I don't think he is Icelandic. He it's from like he another. Was. He's lying. If uh, he listens to this, he's well, maybe he lying. is. Then shit. Yeah, he told I mean, me if he, has he a, was Icelandic. If he has Icelandic cousins, then he probably. Oh Christ! I mean, that's I how that know. works. He right? told me he he told me he had family. I met them. I had dinner with them. Iceland. I can't remember now if he said he was. We had dinner. In fact, me and Matt had dinner with them. They they came to the house in Huron in 2016. Yeah, Andres and his girlfriend. Very. It was very Icelandic of them to be Icelandic. Uh, hmm. Anyways, we had talked oh, about enjoy, going to Greenland because they were thirty-five dollar hamburgers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, Iceland. and your fifty, and your fifty dollar consomme, your fifty dollar consomme. Oh wow! Oh, Iceland flashbacks. Soup, soup, soup and sandwich will cost you two hundred and fifty bucks. No, 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 no. I don't believe that. Nobody believes that. All right, final emails from Mister Pink. Mister Pink is back in the fray. Pinky. Once again, clearly, uh, me and Luke bring nothing to the table because everyone loves John. John Scott is my spirit animal. <laughs> Everything from morning routine to protecting the sanctity of comedy spoke to my soul. <laughs> Go to sleep and roll the credits. All right. Wow. That's Tours. it. No more booze. That's it. The show's over. Roll credits. Well done, Scott. Scott, see, I always, that's why I say, you know, without the sh- without Scott, the show would not be the same. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for reading and responding to my question. I like the turn it took. And the depth you added to my very cosmopolitan magazine-esque question. Capitalist fucking death spiral. I love it. I loved it. You guys seem very cerebral and thoughtful in life. Wow, geez. With all the people talking. (laughs) (laughs) It's not your fault. It's not our fault. And especially (laughs) on the show. I mean, Brian Brian pushed that poop a lot. He did. He pushed that poop. Uh, you all seem well-versed on a wide smattering of historical and current events. And poop. Sorry, Luke. Jesus. Christ. Uh, hot. Hey, Luke, you really... People Dude, I, really... No, uh, I had to make it... I had to make it clear. I'm done talking about it. Yeah, but by doing I'm, that... I'm glad that... I'm like, glad, it's, even been, talk I'm about glad it. it's been appreciated. I'm done talking about fucking fecal matter and all that bullshit. It's disgusting. <laughs> Makes me want to vomit. 
Uh, how do you deal with having a brain in this brainless world? <laughs> I realized sure. that was sure a pretty one. bombastic take, but shit, it feels true. I have a couple answers. Uh, I drink alcohol and just make sure mm. I'm reading yeah. book, reading books. <laughs> yeah, Watch well, it. that makes sense. Coors. You got a head for the mouth. Here's a silver bullet all the way from Colorado. <laughs> You got a you got a head for the mountains. You got you got you got to take vacations. You gotta you gotta find the joy in a bowl of ramen noodles. What's up, baby? Okay, seventy just uh, seventy's going. Right now. You got you got ten minutes. You got you got seventy's going skating, and I'm heading for the mountains. Yeah, I don't know. That because if you're you know life is. Life's a fucking slog. If you if you're underwater, it's hard to have the have the breath to even like pretend like anything can be positive. But I don't know. I'm thankful. A cup of coffee, a grapefruit, and a stupid movie or whatever is usually enough to get me through. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Times times can be tough. I don't know. Find your way. Text me. Everyone's got my phone number. Text me if you need some some guiding light <laughs> i'll try it my best. wow okay oh, that's wow dude honestly uh how do i keep it together i do text scott all of the fucking time what uh, should i eat for dinner tonight that's usually what yeah is. that happens that happens also mm-hmm. uh sometimes i just need to hear uh i need to hear some clarity dude don't pay your student loans let them know <laughs> A lot of people. What's up? Rest control. Love to see yeah. a guy like me. I mean, a guy like you, business. Yeah, it's a big part of that. I mean, this also always. Um, yeah. yeah I hope I'm not to, being painted as the happy guy in this podcast. That would also. Well, it just no, so I think everybody is <laughs> only mostly dead. No, it's no, it's a fucking disastrous fucking hellscape. And you're not being pointed as a happy guy. People are just okay. connecting that's, with you more than they're connecting with me and Luke, actually. So, you know, you're connecting with the audience on a level that not everybody gets to. You should be proud of yourself. Hey, guys, I'm a 40 year old man <laughs> who who was I, I followed up on my FedEx uh, uh, career delivery driver job today. And he's like, yeah, we went ahead and offered that position to someone else. I'm like, fuck, I crushed the interview like. Sitting here as a 40-year-old fucking college-educated white asshole trying to find jobs. And I... You have failed. What I'm being told is basically like, yeah, dude, good luck, like, getting a job at, you know, McDonald's. FedEx. FedEx. Yeah, FedEx. I mean, it's the same same bullshit, but... Yeah. So anyway, I don't... Yeah. I don't have it all figured out, but but, uh, in the words of Dick Gregory, there's an amazing Dick Gregory interview from... (laughs) decades ago where he says water rest and physical fitness if you can do those club water get enough rest Mm -hmm. and try to be physically uh, active i don't know that's what my grandma told me Mm -hmm. my grandma told me that shit and i said whatever motherfucker but she lived a happy 90 year old life and it seemed like it was because she drank water and moved around Mm -hmm. wow dude honestly that might be like that might be the secret to the whole thing. And <laughs> like, seriously, just literally don't 
pay attention to politics or anything. It makes you angry. <laughs> Drink a lot of water. And you some... want me to change? Fuck you! <laughs> Adopt a yeah. Mediterranean diet, you know, more omega-3s. Decide uh, what, you know, decide you're gonna what you're going to ignore, man. I, like, make a decision mm. about what you are going to ignore. Because then at that point... Practice. You're talking about fucking practice sometimes. <laughs> and putting a bunch of your energy into a practice. And maybe... That energy you otherwise would put into practice or following the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp case would be better spent somewhere else. You know what? <laughs> that does that does make sense to me. We talked about this a while back, but well, none, none of us want to spend none of us want to spend our time just going to going to meetings you know like doing political things on a day-to-day basis you, you just can't it's well maybe some of us do have some of that time but then it's like then it is a continuation of the worst fucking people that are able to do it it's like going to be your fucking uh you you're riding with biden libs who are like they're the ones that are working from home they don't have to worry about it. They're available at five to show up to a fucking uh, community center. So it's not your fault. There are. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's. Hey, there he is. There he is right there. He's wearing right. an orange cone on his head. Yep. Fuck the bites. And so those are the people you don't want making decisions actually but they're the ones that are gonna those are the ones that are gonna be telling you to like get get off your duff and like get out there and like do political stuff but like they don't do shit they just go to like community centers and like sit in an elementary school basement and fucking talk to some just poor idiot that like decided to run for government office but there's obviously a lot of responsibility there but not really and at the same time you, we shouldn't have to like trust in the government to not be fucking corrupt. Uh, should not be corrupt just automatically. Uh, politics just shouldn't be corrupt fucking automatically. I mean, there is no justice here. I mean, we all understand exactly what this is. This is why I always freak out. This is why I always get fucking angry. This is why I go on oh rants. Boy. Well, it is. It is. This is why oh I go on dear. rants. How do you? Oh. I, how do you deal with having a brain in this brainless world? I mean, if you have any conscious thought whatsoever, you're probably just pretty angry all the time. So I don't deal with it. I just, I'm constantly angry. I don't care angry. about art, okay? You see it. I don't, I don't find, there's nothing that actually soothes me. I'm not Still. soothed. I Soothy wake Still. up angry and I'm like fucking angry from like that moment to the end of the day. Outside of like, you know, areas in Sounds which awful. I'm not supposed to be like, I, there are there are times I'm not yelling, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm yelling now, but there are times I'm not yelling all day. That's because like I do genuinely enjoy like times that I have. But you know, just like Brian said, you know, hey, you, the life is a fucking ride. Things that go up and down. You're gonna have pain. You're gonna have suffering. You're gonna have good times. Uh, for those, for me, those are all happening uh, literally at the same moment. It's, well, let's hope uh, it doesn't what, come to that. It's what emerges. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Stranger Things lately. It is what emerges in and out of the upside down. Like, it's just like what comes out at that moment. And I understand, I understand uh, there are times when I shouldn't be fucking yelling, chirping, acting like a complete aggressive asshole. And I I hold that back. And then it comes out elsewhere. Yeah, man. 
Do not go I'm, quietly. I, I might be great yeah. night. Lucille I might be had a request for Job's bachelor party. Why do I have to bring him? Because Buster's your brother, and I'm not going to leave him home alone with all this J U I C E around. <laughs> I mean, I too much to, juice, I, Luke. I, I, I had to like no juice boxes. I had to like cut a uh, stump up the other day and I was like, I was listening to music and that's where I let my anger out. You have to, I'm like a fucking caged dog. Sometimes I need to be run out. Right here is a silver bullet all the way from Colorado. Yep. Gotta let me run. I gotta get out there and and that's why I really want to play softball today. So since it's canceled, I am like, uh, now I'm, now I'm feeling bound up almost artificially. Oh, no. We can't have that, man. Come on. You're a lousy fucking softball player. Anyhow. Nah, you're a great softball player. <laughs> uh, anyways, we got to end the show because it's three minutes to seven. I got to do more shit. It never ends. But hey, we got a solid show in. We got to close the show with some music. Don't forget, is it safe pod at gmail.com is the email. The is it safe talk show appreciates your business. Although we don't have any business, we don't make a dime. We do the show out of the goodness of our. Poopy little hearts. Uh, also, also good. Hey, uh, Brian, break a leg. Uh, ha- have a great time. I'm, I might see you in the live stream on that uh, Cinema 9 pod. Yeah, you're going to need an outlet now. You don't have softball, so come join us. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but every comment I make, you respond five minutes later, and then it doesn't. I don't know relevant. why. Yeah, you say it's that terrible. all the time, but I it's, think terrible. it's like 30 I'm seconds. Never, I am uh, actually, you know what? I'm not going to watch it because it's a waste of time. I have real time conversations with later. people all the time, so I'm not know on that show. Your you internet connection? So, no, it's not. It's not my internet. Well, there's no fucking way my, my internet, internet is worse than literally every other person's on the planet. Because mm, that maybe. would have to be that would have to be exactly what doesn't wrong. have to be your internet though. Is that mine sp- would have to be the worst? It would have to be worse than everyone else's. Well, your it's not experience, possible. It's not possible. Uh, will vary. Experiences will vary. Probability. Probabilities. Yeah. You don't know statistics. No. All right. Well, here it is. Uh, <laughs> we're closing it out with uh, something that Christ himself was hoping for. A beautiful song by Teenage Fan Club. Thanks, everybody. Shoot.